Okay, so today we're reading from the Monster Stories book. As we have been working our way through this book, we've read about dragons and goblins, and now we are in a section called Gruesome Giants and Awful Ogres. And we're reading the very first story in this section called Giant Tom and Giant Blub. And it's written by William Elliot Griffiths. And it's read today by Mommy and... Poopy. Poopy? I oh. said Booby. Boopy? Yeah. Okay. I like Boopy. It's a fun name. Um, very different than Poopy. Poopy. Boopy. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Mommy and Boopy. Here for the win. Here we go. In early Cornwall, there were many giants. Some were good, but others were bad. One of them, a right fine fellow, was named Tom. And another, a bad one, was called Blub. This bad giant had had twenty wives and was awfully cruel. Nobody knew what became of the twenty maidens he had married. Sometimes people called this big fellow Giant Blunderbuss, but Blub was his name for short. He was mostly made up of head and stomach, for his main thought was to eat. In the, no, uh, in the picture we can see some big tall man. I think that must be our giant. Let's keep reading and see what this is all about. His skull was as big as a market wagon loaded with carrots, but most people believed a coconut would hold all the brains he had. Do you know how big a coconut is? Um, it's actually a little bit smaller than your head. And it typically just has milk in it. It's kind of just got fluid. It's not a very big thing. So what they're saying is, this guy's body is really huge, but he doesn't have a very large brain, which means he doesn't do much heavy thinking. Let's see. Giant Blub had built a mighty castle between a big hill and a river. Under it were cellars of great size, filled with treasures of many kinds, gold, silver, jewels, and gems. To guard his underground treasures, Giant Blub had two huge and fierce dogs, supposed to be named Catchem and Tarum. Oh, I see. Those in the picture, we can see that the big giant man has two dogs. But the names their master called them by was a secret. Yet anyone who had a piece of meat ready to throw to them and knew their real names, which were passwords could quiet them. Then they could walk right by the dogs and get to the treasures. Besides these dogs, the only living thing in the castle when the giant was out was the latest Mrs. Blub. Yet she was in constant fear for her life, thinking that her big husband would make a meal out of her sometime soon. Oh, dear. Well, that's no good. 
What made all the country hate this cruel giant was not just his awful appetite. It was because he had ruined the king's highway. When Giant Blub wanted to make his castle bigger, he had had the walls and the towers built down to the river's edge. This closed off the highway so that people had to go far around and up over the hill or by a boat along the river. Such a roundabout way took much time and trouble for all. Everybody had to put up with it until Giant Tom came along. His real name was, get this, Rolling Stone. For he never stuck long in one place at any job and didn't care for money or fine clothes. This jolly fellow was very good-natured and popular, but often lazy. However, as he could do six men's work when he put his mind to it, as he often did, he was always welcome. In fact, he was too popular for his own good. One day, when ten fellows were trying to lift a big, long log onto a cart and were unable to do it, Tom came along and told them to stand back. Then he hoisted the log onto the cart, roped it into place, and told the cartman to drive on. All the fellows cheered for him, and one of them lifted his cap and cried out, Hurrah for to Giant Tom! He's the fellow to whip Giant Blub! He is! He is! They all cried out in chorus. Whip! Mm-hmm. Baba! Who is this Giant Blub? Where does he live? asked Tom, rolling up his sleeves. Then they told Tom the story of how the big bully had ruined the king's highway by building a great wall and tower across the road to shut it off. Never mind, boys. We'll see to him, said Tom. Leave the matter with me. The next day, Giant Tom went into town and hired himself out to drive a wagon. He asked the boss to give him the route that led past Giant Blub's castle over the king's highway. The boss said, Go ahead, me boy. I'll pay you double wages if you can open up that road again. Tom drove off. He occupied all the room on the seat of the cart, which two men usually filled and left plenty of room on either side. Cracking his whip, the driver kept the four horses at a galloping pace. Very soon he called out, Whoa! before the curved high gateway of giant blub. Tom shouted from the depths of his lungs. Open the gate and let me drive through. This is the King's Highway. For a moment, the only reply was the barking of the dogs. Then a rattling of bolts was heard and the great gates swung open. Who are you, you rude fellow? Go round over the hill or I'll thrash you! shouted Giant Blub in a rage. Better save your breath, you big boaster. Come out and fight, said Tom. Fight? You dwarf. I'll just get a stick and whip you as I would any bad boy.
giant blub stepped inside into the grove nearby, all the while keeping an eye on his gate, guarded by his two monstrous dogs. He chose an elm tree twenty feet high, tore it up by its roots, pulled off the branches, and peeled it for a whip. Meanwhile, giant Tom turned over the wagon, pulled out its longest plank, and took off one of the wheels. Then, as if armed with a spear and shield, he advanced to meet giant blub. Do you know what it means to advance? No. It means to go forward. So if we're advancing the story, we're moving forward in this story. Or if we're playing checkers and we move our checker piece forward, we're advancing our checker piece. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or if you are um, aiming your gun, oh. if you would be fighting a bad guy and you would be aiming your gun, mm. what if, what is that word again? Advance. What happens if you advance your gun forward? Yes, absolutely. In fact, in great wars in the past, like um, most all of the wars, World War II, World War I, Civil War, whatever, um, um, whenever they move an army forward in battle, they say we're advancing our army. Okay, so back to our story. Giant Blub lifted his elm whip to stripe, but Tom warded off the blow with his wheel shield. Then he punched him in the stomach with the plank so hard that the big fellow slipped and rolled over in the mud. Picking himself up, Giant Blub, now half blind with rage, rushed towards Giant Tom, who, this time, made a lunge that knocked Giant Blub over. But Tom was not a cruel fellow and had no desire to kill anyone, so he threw down his plank and his wheeled. His wheel. But instead of thanking Tom, Giant Blub rushed at him again. He was in too much of a rage to see anything clearly. While Tom, perfectly cool, gave the angry giant a kick in the stomach, Giant Blub fell down again and rolled on the ground. Then Tom sent the giant on his way. Tom made himself the owner of Giant Blub's castle and all its treasures. He opened the king's highway again, made sure his aging mother had all that she needed, and he was always kind to the sick and the poor. In Cornwall today, they still tell stories of the big fellow who got rid of Giant Blub's gate. And that is the... End. The end. The end. The end. The end. If I would be that that good giant, mm-hmm. I would destroy that wall and make it fall to its death. Well, I don't think walls fall to their death, but they definitely do fall down. I do like eat the egg in the story with the king trying to save. And when he fell off of the wall, wasn't oh, it? Humpty Dumpty, yeah. I would. Well, Humpty that. Dumpty fell off the wall, but the wall itself, I don't think, fell. I'm pretending that wall is Humpty Dumpty, and oh. the ground is the wall, and oh. and I would knock that Humpty Dumpty down. 
and I need the wall. (laughs) I like your imagination. (laughs) Okay, okay, so the end, right? We said that, didn't we? Okay, the end.